welcome to another episode of Awkward Asian Girls Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Crystal. And we're just gonna catch up with each other. Um, I guess we could do highs and lows. Mm. Do you have a high and low? Um, sure. <laughs> I guess I can go first. Um, my high, I guess I could say, um... Well, there's a oh, okay. Let's see what happened this week. My hi- oh, we saw the Dua Lipa concert. That was so good. Oh my gosh, we went when to was that Dua Lipa concert on Tuesday. We went with our friends Jake and Christian, um, and yeah, it was super fun. Like, I was surprised. <laughs> like, I I listened to Dua Lipa. Like, I like her, but I didn't think I knew like every single one of her songs. And I was like, oh, I know every single one of her songs. How do you not know every one of her songs? Yeah, I, I don't know. I Isn't don't know that why like I thought that Justin's Second I Wife? No, it's Casey Musgraves, but Dua Lipa's also up there. What? <laughs> he did loves he move Casey on Musgraves, Which is funny because I don't really listen to Casey Musgraves that much, so. I um, thought we asked Celebrity Crushes one time. Yeah, and he said Casey Musgraves. No, he did not. He Whatever. did. I'm... Mm pretty positive he loves her and then Dua Lipa's there too but his top Dang. is Casey Musgraves unless uh, he's changed it and I don't know <laughs> I feel like I want to know now is he there um he can be <laughs> okay no, I'll fine. I'll go on and then we'll bring him in let me text yeah him. um no. but yeah so we went to the Dua Lipa concert that was so fun like just going to a concert where you know every single song and like you sing to every single song you know like yeah it's almost like how the Jonas Brothers concert is to me but like (laughs) but like it's dearly but so it's different (laughs) it's just it was so fun she is so good to watch um are you good with lyrics because I'm not in general no I am mm, it depends on the song I'm I'm like Really, really bad at remembering any type of lyric. And I, I feel like I knew most of it, it surprisingly. But I well, think like, it's because, okay, like, Dua Lipa. Yeah, if yeah. it's like a repetitive type of song and genre. I'm like, about in general. Like, I can't, I can't do raps. Like, I can't. The only one I can do is Eminem and Nicki Minaj because I like read Nicki Minaj's lyrics to be able to rap her song because I, I was so in love with Nicki Minaj in college too so um but like even some Kanye songs I can't do but like when it's like pop songs like I can do you know yeah pop they're, songs they're really yeah. easy especially if it's like radio top 40 I just feel like some um, people oh, can passively ah. memorize lyrics I don't know I know Justin doesn't passively do it he does it like he looks up lyrics but mm-hmm. yeah ask him I want to know I could have sworn he said Dua Lipa was his like celebrity crush oh uh Lauren wants to know Ouch. who your celebrity crush is my one? Oh, girl girl crush top your top your top girl celebrity crush that. Like of all time, like oh of all time. Don't I think don't know. Too hard. I know. Don't think too hard. Just like when someone asks you, "Who's your favorite girl celebrity?" <laughs> oh, it's Dua Lipa. 
Who who knows your husband? What? You. I thought you love Casey Musgraves. They're like literally. Okay, but he also just saw Dua Lipa. Yeah, so, so that's why I'm, I'm Dua Lipa's gonna be his top right okay, now. Okay, Crystal, stop trying to like. He said. Stop trying to make me <laughs> lose this game right now. Just because you feel bad that you don't even know your husband's celebrity crush. He just said <laughs> it's a toss up. And I'm telling you, After he's only you thinking of Dua Lipa because we just saw her, her, and her vinyl is posted right up there in our room right now. Dude, well, he put... said, or I feel like you're the one that told me. Now. Who? Dua Lipa. Oh, but isn't Casey Musgraves also single? No, she has a boyfriend now. Okay, so that's why you like Dua Lipa no. more now? He would have sure. said it's a toss-up to begin with. He, oh. he said, oh, I can't choose between these but two. But I guess nope. if you, like put them in front of me and I had to like go hang out with one of them it would probably be Casey Musgraves mm-hmm. there's too much thought process <laughs> so I think I win I okay fine Lord, you can have it what? yes <laughs> she said look she Stevie <laughs> already why <laughs> no she's just cause she is just glad she knows you more than I know you that's <laughs> <laughs> not even like that it's like I can't hear her He's yeah, a Justin good can't friend around you. here. He's a good friend around here. Stevie's Clearly, like, I remember Justin's I know. You and Stevie. Arachnoid cyst. 15 Stevie days. Love Justin Cause more. Because they listen to me. They listen to me. Like, oh, I listen to yeah, my friends. I was like, I listen to my friends too. Like, yeah, that's because, yeah, he. Yeah. Huh? But it's the same thing. Justin doesn't listen to me, but he'll listen to you guys. I feel like if we did this, if we did this, and actually, I don't know. I was gonna say, I feel like if we did this, and I definitely know you better than <laughs> you know me. No, you or Lauren knows me you better. I was gonna say if we did this when it, if it was oh me, yeah, I feel like I was about to say oh I feel like it's Ooh. Lauren. I was like wait, I don't know now. I mean it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean you. the advantage is that she's <laughs> known you for how many years longer than me. Which makes yeah. it a lot more complicated because sometimes. You, like, think you know someone based on who you thought they were, but they've changed a lot, so... Yeah, that's true. That's that's very true. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah, okay, well, anyways. So did you have a bad... Or, sorry. Did you still have more to say? <laughs> um. Well, actually, I just thought of that because I was thinking about my week, but I was originally going to tell you this as a catch-up um, in general, but... I guess this is technically a high for me because I was pretty excited when it happened. But at work, I had to go into office um, on Friday and I was like, my ADHD, you know, <laughs> just like all over the place. And I just have been feeling really crazy and I have a lot of work. And I was like, you know what, today I'm gonna like, I, I usually write a to-do list of things I need to do, but this time I wrote like, I wrote like times. Like, I put 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm going to work on this. 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm going to work on this. And I did it mm-hmm. for my whole day. And then Look at you. Um, I was like, okay. Because usually when I'm in office, um, like, I get a lot of work done in office, but I get distracted a lot, like, obviously, like, with text or whatever. Like, sometimes because I'm just sitting in this cubicle all day, like, my mind will wander and I'll think of something. Especially because my job is, like, a pretty, like, mindless job. I just you know, yeah. type information. So, like, I'll think of, like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. Then I'll grab my phone and just get distracted very easily. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this so that, like, I can, you know, stay on track. And surprisingly, I literally, like, 
followed it pretty much to a T. And, like, the amount of work that I had happened to be, like, the amount of time I allotted for each thing. Like, I just kind of guesstimated. Like, I kind of just gave everything about an hour. And when I finished, like, one task, I looked at the time and I was like, ooh, I'm, like, on time right now. You know, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't put a timer on my phone or anything. I kind of was just doing the work. And then I looked at the time and, like, I happened to just be, like, on time for everything. And I was, like, checking off the boxes. And you know how, like, satisfying it is when you, like, check off shit on your list? And I was, like, oh, my gosh, I want to frame this right now. (laughs) Like, I literally pretty much did everything on my list. I was... We should frame it on the... Um, or post it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and you know, like, I was talking to you on Friday, like, a good amount. Like, we were texting a lot during work yeah, hours. So, like, we I was still able to stay on task, like, on time while still, like, having breaks and, like, having a conversation and, like, listening to this podcast over and over again. I was really proud of myself. Like, I think that's, like, a, a bigger high for me for the yeah. week. <laughs> that sounds like a huge high. Uh, now I feel like I have to block out my entire life on my calendar, like, times. Like, okay, wake up at this time. Like, go to work at this time. Do this at this time so that I, like, actually do the things I tell myself to do every day. Yeah, I feel like you leveled up or, like, evolved or something, like a Pokemon. For that day. <laughs> like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, when you feel like your life is that organized to a, a T, hour-wise, versus, mm-hmm. like, oh, let me just do a to-do list today and we'll see versus giving yourself time yeah because I mean that's what I used to do that's like that's like what I always do I just write a general to-do list and then I started doing a method where you just do like your priorities or whatever this morning actually because I was like oh I need to get blood work done but I just haven't because I'm new to Kaiser and you can go get your blood work done like whenever like they're open like Monday through I think Sunday at some locations and you just go there and do it whenever you're available to do it and then they'll submit it to your doctor and stuff versus like before with my mom's insurance when I was under hers like we had to schedule like times to go or like they would tell us like you can only go from this time to this time on this date yeah and we would go and because I like because they give me so much free will for like whatever to get it done like I haven't gotten it done when did I go? <laughs> now we're in 2022 Damn. and I never want to go my blood work done. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I know like I need to calendar everything. And now I know I need to like put times for everything. Yeah. Because my brain just that doesn't function if it's not like that. Like my brain needs to see it that way. Like it's an appointment and I have to do it only between these times. Like that's the only available time I can do things. And Right. My That's just how my brain works apparently. Maybe like... Um, you know how people with ADHD um, sometimes work better when they're, like, what is it called? Doing something last minute? Cran- like, when you have to turn in something last mm-hmm. minute? Yeah, what that's me. What is that me. called? <laughs> yeah, like, you work a lot faster and, like, more you're super focused. Too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're just way more focused when, oh, deadlines. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. When you have a deadline, you feel, like, stressed out. <laughs> Which gives you more motivation. But if you don't have a deadline, then yeah. you kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the same idea. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. I should try to do that with my photography. Cause yeah, it's you should. Crazy. Like, I think it's I'm helpful. just backed up. 
it sounds helpful for someone like me because I can like it's really bad I'll be like I'm gonna clean the house today and I have eight hours to clean the house and so I just chill the fuck out for like seven mm-hmm. hours yeah. and and then I'm like seven o'clock or like the seventh hour I'm like busting out <laughs> the fastest cleaning job I'm like okay mm. why did I block myself out eight hours to do this job when I could clearly do it in one but I don't start doing it until it's an hour before oh my gosh but (laughs) I was just because I was just thinking about how like the last time I did that was when I told myself okay I'm gonna clean the clothes in my room like they're they're in like an organized pile I just need to fold it and put it away and um and I like for weeks I've been like okay I'm gonna do it okay I have I have this time from this time to this time available I'm gonna do it or like this day I'm gonna do it and like I still haven't done it but um the other day we went or last weekend we went to Smokin' Grooves and I and we we did shrooms at Smokin' Grooves and when I got home was that Smokin' Grooves? I think it was and when I got home, I was still, I thought I was already gone, like, I thought I was done, um, but I guess, like, I still had the effects of the shrooms going on, and I had left clothes on my bed, because, you know, when you get ready for things, you're, like, looking for outfits, and you just, like, throw clothes, yeah. and so I had some clothes on the bed, and normally, like, when you get home from an event, like, you're so tired, like, I would just, like, I would just dump it on my my little lounge chair in my room and deal with it the next day, right? Like, that's normally what I always do. Yeah. But, like, Justin wasn't in the room. Like, he wasn't rushing me to, like, get it off the bed. He was, like, in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And I, like, looked at it, and I just started folding one shirt, and then it just led into two shirts, and then I folded the whole pile, and I put it away neatly. Like, I still didn't put it away away, but I put it, like, on the side, away neatly and I was like oh my gosh I'm like so productive right now (laughs) but I think it's because I was still like a little on shrooms you know and that's like the effects that they do so I was like dang I really should do microdosing because I think that (laughs) you should I think like the anxiety is it because like is there does anxiety stop you from going through tasks because when you know you're about to do them like what it's am just I a daunting feeling when you're thinking yeah. about what you have to do. Versus, yeah. yeah, versus, like, just naturally going into the motion of something and you didn't really think about doing it prior, so mm. you didn't overthink. Mm. Do you think that's what happened? Maybe. But I also think because... I wasn't lazy because I was on shrooms. <laughs> Normally, I'd be lazy by the time okay, I got when home. when are you ever so lazy? I'm always I lazy. I'm being lazy. <laughs> okay. You're, if you're lazy, what am I? <laughs> well, I I guess I say it's lazy, but I know it's like me just feeling overwhelmed all the time that I just right. like cannot. <laughs> In the moment, I cannot. <laughs> I feel different since I stopped working as much. So, wait, do you have a low because I do have oh, a question. My quick low <laughs> is that I've been going to the chiropractor for like, I don't know, a month and a half now. I'm still like having issues with my back and my knees. Not as bad, but like it's still there and it's not getting like 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 a significant amount of better and like my chiropractor was like, "Oh, we'll give it one more week and then and mind you, I'm paying like out of pocket." 
Like, I, my insurance right. doesn't cover it. And he was like, well, we'll give it another week and check it out again next week and see how you're feeling. Um, but, I mean, we might, we might need to just go to your doctor and, like, get all this stuff checked because if it is, like, sciatica issues and stuff like that, um, that would be the next step. But it's just expensive and it's a lot of time and they might tell you, like, you might need to go to an orthopedist or whatever they're called. And all this stuff. Like, he was just telling me that I might have to go through Kaiser and, like, get all this other additional work done to get checked. And I'm like, ugh, I don't wanna. (laughs) This sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, so that's my low, is that next week we'll find out what is going on. But it just sucks because, like, my pain is shifting. Like, it's normally on my right, and right now it's going to my left, and I don't know why. It's like, are they even helping you? I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, when I'm there, the things that I do, like, they'll adjust me, and then there's this, like, machine that I, I lay on. I forgot what it's called. Like, influxer or something. And, like, it stretches out my back so I can feel the, like, I can feel it releasing t- pressure on my lower back because it's, like, pulling me. But, yeah, lately when I've been on that, I can feel, like, pressure on my left side starting to happen or like a little bit of pain on my left side happening when I'm on that machine and it's funny because the first time I felt it was like the first half uh like my first appointment last week because I go twice a week so I think it was on Monday I went and I and the doctor that um was um, helping me was like the intern it wasn't even like the doctor doctor and he was like oh that might be a good sign because that means that the pressure is you're relieving the pressure on the right side and it's evening out so you might start feeling it on the left side and I was like okay and he's like so that's probably a good sign so I was like okay sure and then when I went in on Wednesday um I saw the actual doctor and then I told him oh last time this happened and then this time it also happened like I still felt a little bit of pain on my left side when I was on the machine and he was like oh maybe you're pulling too hard maybe don't pull like with high pressure like do like light amount and so he made it sound like it was a bad thing so I was like oh my gosh is it a good thing or a bad thing and now I'm thinking it's a bad thing because the past couple of days like my left side has been hurting a lot so I'm like Ugh, I hate this <laughs> yeah what the but hell yeah so that's my low <laughs> I don't think it I don't know I have nothing to say because I'm not a professional yeah I know and I feel like it's a waste of your money. I know. I've spent so much money. I mean, I'm not going to say that it didn't help me at all because it definitely, like, was nice being able to get adjusted and, like, I definitely wasn't feeling as much pain as I did when I first went there because I first initially went because I've always had, like, this back pain for years, but it got really, really bad where, I, like, I couldn't walk. Like, it hurt to walk and it hurt to sleep. Oh, my God. So I finally, like, bit the bullet and just went to a chiropractor even though I knew I had to pay out of pocket. Um, so they helped yeah. a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie and say that it, it was just all a waste of money. It just kind of sucked that, like, it didn't feel like they were really, d- like, telling me much for a solution. They were kind of just, like, go twice, three times a week, and then it's supposed to just be better just from those sessions. And I was like, they're, like, they never right. told me, like, do these stretches at home. Like, I had to ask for the stretches. Like, when they'd be like, okay, you're done, like 
you have any other questions? And I'd be like, oh, is there anything I can do at home to help? Like, are there any stretches? And they're like, oh, you could do this or this. The first week or so, the guy told me not to because he's like, we want to see if this stuff helps first before we, we give you stretches and stuff to do. So I don't know how it's supposed to work, but even when I try stretching at home, though, it doesn't feel like it's like that relieving. So I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just the usual with me and my body. <laughs> so many Aww. issues. I feel bad for you. <laughs> well, I'm used to it now. <laughs> I should have probably started with low first. I feel like I want to start with my low yeah. then. Should end um, on a high note. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just, I want to talk about my low because I have a, or like, I want to ask you for advice. Okay. And... Um, okay, so you know how I texted in the group chat that I'm getting a new job, right? And you guys were like, why are you even getting a new job? So I was recommended by a coworker at my current job. So she gave my number to her boss and her boss, she left me a voicemail and I was still thinking it over before I would call back. Then the next day she texted me and I was like, wow, they're very persistent. And then like during the interview, I was pretty straightforward about the fact that like I don't have much availability I technically I'm available every day but I would prefer to have like the least amount of days possible and I even asked what kind of you know candidate are you looking for and they were like someone with open availability and I was like well I could find someone for you but I don't have that and she's like well I really like you and I feel like you'd be a good fit here so I'm moving you on to the second interview and I didn't even get interviewed the guy like the director of the company didn't even show up but I ended up kind of hanging out and chilling with the GM. And she really liked my vibe, so she's like, oh, well, we, you don't have to wait for him anymore. You're hired, I like you. So, so it's a- <laughs> Is this a small it bar? It operates like, no, it looks super like brunchy, Instagrammy, Italian um, brunch place with like, you know, the grass with the neon sign in the front, like floral, hmm. like, very Vegas vibe, like mm. Instagram worthy. Okay. It operates like a mom and pop, but uh-huh. it's under a company that, like a restaurant, like um, a restaurant group. Uh-huh. Right. So it's not mom and pops. They have rules and shit. Anyways, so I, yeah, and they were like, yeah, just wear your hair down like that. Your makeup looks great. Just wear makeup every day. And I was like, cool. Like a reason to get ready and put on makeup because I like doing that. And so my first day. It was pretty chill, but I was getting increasingly overwhelmed by how much responsibility I have. (laughs) As a bartender? As a bartender. Like, versus at my current job, Brooklyn Bowl, where, like, I have basically no responsibilities. Yeah. I just have to do my job, and everyone else handles everything. Mm -hmm. Like, the bar back handles everything, like paperwork is super easy and yeah but this job it's like okay first of all everyone leaves their clock-in card at work and the bartender clocks you out so Aren't like you a I have to t- yeah so I have to take everyone's clock out card so oh, you also have to clock out I have everyone. to clock everyone so also the servers don't carry their own cash like at all and the bartender handles the cash so not only do I have to close out their cash checks to give them change 
at the end of the night, each server prints out a report and I have to hand them their cash tips. So on top of like- You're like a manager. Yeah, so on top of their cash checks, their cash tips, also I have to clock them out and if I don't clock them out, their report's all fucked up. I have to like hold yeah, a bag full why of are you cash. responsible for other people? And then I have to carry a bag of cash across the casino following a specific like route. Uh, route thank you. Because <laughs> the cameras the cameras watch you during this route. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you know I get lost like going out the door from the <laughs> grocery store to my car. <laughs> and yeah, I'll probably be able to get it over time. But I just feel like like the that job itself is, is yeah, the job itself is fairly easy, whatever. I um I also am very overwhelmed with like the wine knowledge. I feel like I'm getting red flags and like signs from people, even Rob, when I mentioned the job to him, he was like, It sounds like you don't even really want a job. I was like, You don't, but you know, when the universe gives you an opportunity, like are you gonna ignore it, you know, type mm-hmm. of situation. Like I'm trying to put yeah. a positive spin on it. Yeah. And then but even you guys were like, Why are you even looking for a job? Like why are you even getting a job? And I was like, dude guys, I don't know. Like I'm just trying to go with the flow. And also like I have to wear this top that is like very hoochie. Not that that matters that much to me, but like I'm a cold girl, so Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we weren't like so much why do you need a job? It was like why you already pitched it like, well, I already went into this saying that like I don't need this job. I was just doing it to do it. So then when you were like stressing about it, we're like, okay, well, why are you stressing about it if you don't even want it? Well, I guess maybe Stevie was asking, like, why do you even need another job? And then I said, oh, because, like, you know, Justin mm. wants to go to all these festivals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I just kind of feel bad that a lot of my friends have to, like, pay for me because they want me to experience these things. And, like, yeah. you know. I get that. I feel like this happens a lot. <laughs> and I feel bad, but I shouldn't, like, I guess maybe I shouldn't feel so bad. Like, yeah. if it matters that much to people that they want me to be there and like accept help mm-hmm. but the like pride in me is like no I have to work but then I feel like this job is going to prevent me from going out with you guys yeah so <laughs> I don't even know I think I'm just kind of bouncing it off you because I talked to Vince my cousin who just visited me mm-hmm. for a week and he was like well I remember when you first came to Vegas and you first started at Buffalo like all you did was say wonderful things about it and you always seemed excited to go to work since day one like even Brooklyn Bowl like you were just like bragging about how great it was and now this job it's like you are not acting Mm -hmm. like that and isn't that like a red flag I mean there are plenty of red flags throughout this whole (laughs) process of you I'm such an idiot now I don't know how to okay look the advice is not should (laughs) should I have done this or not that's already passed (laughs) yeah my advice, I'm asking advice on it. How do I get out of this? Like, what do I do? I'm such a little pussy. I mean, you already told them you don't have, like, a lot of avail- availability. And I don't know, you could easily say that, like, you just can't, you, you can't do this job anymore. Like, they need you more than you need them. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I feel like, not that you're not a good worker, but, like, they must have seemed really, like, in need of someone especially if your friend kept 
hitting you up about it. I'm such a little, like, pushover. You're just getting emotional because someone complimented you. <laughs> no, I'm just, like, placing blame on someone else when I should have treated it like a regular human interaction. Just because someone shows interest in you doesn't mean, like, they care about you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just looking out for mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. How would you go about getting out of this situation? But, like, you already told them, like, your situation. So you can be like, you know, I thought that this was going to, I could work this out with, like, my schedule, my availability. But I've realized that, like, just make some shit up. Like, I bit off more than I can chew. And I don't think I can, I can move forward with this job because I'm too busy or whatever. Your schedule just doesn't allow you to. Yes. Yeah, lesson learned. But I mean, wasn't the reason, wasn't the reason and your goal for this year was to quit B-dubs because you wanted to focus more on photography. Like, you didn't want to have two jobs and photography. So I feel like you shouldn't be getting other jobs. Like, I mean, like, job jobs. Right. No, you're right. it's, like, photography jobs. Yeah. I think that's why everyone was questioning it. Like, why are you working? Why are you getting another job? Because you told everyone, I'm going to quit Beatles by the new year and focus on photography. Dude, so I said, I texted my GM and AGM, like, hey, I can't make it into work today. There's a family emergency, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I said, the restaurant's not open yet, so I don't know who to contact, but um, I apologize for the inconvenience. I'll be there on Sunday just tomorrow and then all she texted back was okay literally that's it so I don't know if god I feel like I'm in that like overthinking phase where you question people's text messages like you don't know if they're mad at you or if they really just don't give a fuck this is not a good position to be in people if you're listening don't do what I just did (laughs) I'm embarrassed. If you get all the red flags, don't do it. But I mean, if you get opportunities, if you have to ask, I feel I like it fits you. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> I was listening to the burnout videos you sent me on TikTok. When Vince was questioning me, I was like, I feel like I'm a recovering burnout person, like, like recovering from burnout, where all I did was put my value into being productive, working a million jobs, networking. Like, when you have all this peace and, like, time to think and organize your life, you almost feel out of place, like, and it's like an addiction, and I kind of feel like I'm, like, relapsing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, right when I was getting my life in order, like, I set up my fucking studio my whole house is clean for the first time ever. What am I doing? You know what this could be? You know what this could be? This could be like, I mean, because I see um, Money Manifesting Podcast or whatever it's called. Manifesting Money Podcast. Um, I see her on my um, TikTok a lot and my Instagram feed. But this could be like that like test that she talks about. You know, like the universe is testing you. I don't like that. And <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe the universe is testing you to, like, to be like, you know, you said you really wanted to pursue photography and you wanted to go all in on that. Like, this is a test. I thought it was like, <laughs> oh, I manifested money, so now it's knocking on my door type of test. 
Well, like I don't. Mm. I, like, <laughs> I know it could be either yeah, one. It could but, be either one. But you already. But like the fact that it's not in your favor. Yeah. I feel like it's the other test. <laughs> the universe is funny, you know. <laughs> she funny. I think like it's just a testament to like if you, if you have value, you don't have to seek opportunities. Like opportunities will. You'll have choices and op- opportunities will present itself to you once you live in like an abundance mindset versus like back in the day, I would like stress out if I didn't have a job every five minutes or like if I didn't work yeah. for two weeks, I would freak out even though mm-hmm. I knew like I had value. But now that I have value, like of course people are going to hit you up and want you and that doesn't mean you should like, that doesn't mean it's an opportunity that benefits you. Mm-hmm. So what's your high? <laughs> oh, my high is that I got to see my family and I went to Arches Natural National Park. Arches National Park, sorry. <laughs> it was fun and I did a lot of TikTok videos. I saw. And... <laughs> Check out Lauren on TikTok. <laughs> or not, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was just fun. Like, being out in nature, we hiked a shit ton. And, like, I almost thought we were going to die a few times. There were parts of your videos where I was like... <gasps> what? Why does that look like it's so hard? And you guys are just like willy-nilly climbing this thing with no, like, I was like, uh, and you're recording at the same time. I was like, I was <laughs> so scared for my life. And in the TikTok video, my, I put my mom as like the daredevil as her nickname because she yeah. didn't seem like she cared that we were going to die all these different times. <laughs> I don't know. Is that where I get it from? I was so stressed out that she was there. <laughs> Which is funny because like, you know, if you meet your mom and you don't really know your mom and you don't experience her a lot, yeah. like, you know, hang out with her a lot, you wouldn't think she would be, like, the daredevil. No. Your mom seems so, like, ooh, I, honey. Yeah, that is exactly what my mom sounds like. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. Because Rob calls me honey and I tell him to stop because it reminds me of my parents. But Yeah, yeah your dad yeah. says honey to you, too. So now, but he just can't stop it now. Like, he doesn't know that he's doing it. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so I was so stressed out because I didn't want any of my family members to, like, fall in front of me. There is a point where you have to, like, step over this crack in the, like, between two rocks that's really, really far down or, like, far up, I guess. What am I trying to say? Yeah, high up. Mm-hmm. High up, like, and you can't look down, and you just kind of, like, hop over it, but on both sides of you, it's just you'd fall to your death. And my family was oh just doing God. it, like, oh, let me just step over this, like, crack, and I crawled on all fours. Oh, my gosh. You had to like, coach me through it. That's how I was in Hawaii. Wait. Yeah, you were there in Hawaii. Were you like that? On that one hike we did up the stairs or whatever that really really steep one there was just one part was really really scary and I was like I don't know if I'm gonna make it I because there's no dirt yeah like it, underneath it was the wooden yeah, yeah yeah it was just like I mean it wasn't super super deep but it was still pretty deep I feel yeah I'm like definitely. a fall if you were to fall through the hole when I saw your TikTok too I was like wait it's like majority old people and then you and Vince yeah but it was it was good times I I'm very impressed with my family. So that was my high, and you should go. Yeah, I'm jealous. It looks so fun. I just, um... Are we supposed to go to well, Utah? we are going to go to Utah, right? Are we? 
I guess it, oh yeah, to. it's not planned yet. Okay, yeah, we have to go to Utah, but um oh, okay. Also, the podcast that we listen to, oh my god. I guess he doesn't claim to be a pickup artist, but I feel like we were debating a lot. Yeah. And we should ask our listeners what they think about making their partner jealous. Is there healthy is there a healthy amount? Is it toxic? What's the vibe here? Okay, so so in the podcast, this guy is a not a life coach, a dating coach. He's they they say he's a dating coach. Um and he provides services to both male and female, but I think his clientele is mainly male. Yeah. On like either either like ways to like help your relationship or if it's like a single guy, like how to build your self confidence. Um Yeah. His name's Cosmo, Coach Cosmo. Um and he was on the Genius Brain podcast if anybody cares to listen. He has two Yeah, and I only listened to yeah. the second one. I didn't listen to his intro episode. Yeah. But um there were just a lot of points in the podcast where he made it sound like, at least in my interpretation of it. So basically, I interpreted what he was telling this guy to do um, because, okay, because the example he gave in the podcast was um, one of the guys he was interviewing about it, his past relationship, he was cheated on. And he also explained that, like, this girlfriend that he had... He felt so lucky that he had her. She was too good for him, so she he kind of put her on this pedestal. So he always felt like he even said like I felt like I had I had high blood pressure like majority of our relationship because I was always like too nervous and scared to like fuck up. So he was putting her on such a high pedestal that um, he you know was walking on eggshells and stuff with her. And the dating coach was like already seeing like red flags with that which I get but he was telling him that he needs to create a relationship where I don't know how to where she feels like she could lose you potentially basically the way yeah I could see a problem with the way that he said it and it's interesting because okay dude I don't know if you guys are gonna watch this show but I looked up the show that he was in in 2007. He was in a show. He also does celebrity. He says he also yeah, he has celebrity, celebrity clients. I'm like, okay. But, so he was the winner of a dating show. Wait, it's what's called the, the show? It's called The Pickup Artist. And this oh. show aged so fucking well. Oh. Like, Vince and I watched it. Um, and we had to torrent it because it's apparently not available in our country on Amazon Prime. Like, we looked everywhere for the show. See, because it's not It's good. like, no, there are parts where, like, you know, obviously through COVID and then consent and just... But it's actually, I feel like it aged so well that the ideas on it, like, are still applicable to, you know, today. And also, the style and the cringiness is just amazing. These guys are so... And then the way they dress, I can't... It's so good. We were just laughing every five minutes. But basically, the way that this guy was saying, which I think Cosmo didn't explain it well, was that, like, you have to prove that your value, that you're of high value. And, like, throughout the show, he would be like, you're not, you know, acting like you're a high-value individual. Yeah. And I think Cosmo was saying, oh, act like you, 
question make her question that you know you're gonna leave her or blah 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 but instead he could have you know explained it as like you have to make her question your value like are you a high value individual which was what they were taught on the show like they have these specific terms so Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like the show did a good job because he was just saying things like he was just saying examples like oh you need to basically tell her that like you can leave at any moment so like what are you gonna do about it type of thing and yeah, it's like, I guess I don't. The, the way he says it, like, the examples and the way he says it, like, because he was like, oh, you need to go out there and you need to make a ton of girlfriends, like, a ton of friends that are girls. And you need to surround yourself by a bunch of girls because, like, if that relationship doesn't work out for you, then, like, you have all these options with these other girls and she needs to know that or something like that. And I was like, mm, okay. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I understand, like, I understand, like, yeah don't like close yourself off and don't make your relationship like your number one thing in your life and that's it and like it's just you and this person forever and like that's your end all person you know like you can feel like you know this person's your soulmate the love of your life whatever but like don't put all of you into one person like don't like don't have your life depend on this one person basically which I get I get that um, because that's that's literally what I tell, told Justin because when we were still like dating and stuff because I'm only his second girlfriend ever in life the, like I'm only the second girl he's ever been with in general and I told him I was like you know I gave him the options he can go out like you know because I dated around a lot when I was single yeah. in college and stuff like that and I've experienced different types of people and I I I found out the kind of person that I want to be with because of all the experiences that I've had. So, and I knew what it was like to have someone who, like, you're, like, they're, like, you were their life. Yeah. You know? And, and I didn't like that pressure. And I also didn't feel like anyone should do that to anyone else. Right. You know, like, I also, I think because I experienced a lot of people going through breakups because of cheating or whatever, and I just, you know... Anything can happen. You can love someone and trust them wholeheartedly, 100%. Anything could happen. Especially, you know, if you don't have good communication skills with your partner. Like, just so many different variables of different things that could happen. So, I always told Justin, like, especially when we would hear about someone cheating on someone else and the situation happening, and I'd look at Justin and I'm like, if you ever cheat on me, like, just know that, like, I can still live my life after you like don't think that that's the end of the world for me you know what I mean I wasn't trying to be rude to Justin but I was just letting him know like don't put that on me like that you need me for everything like that you need me to live life you know like to live your life and be you like be you individually and we can be us together as individuals but we work and mesh together like that in a way where you know we want to get married and be together but, you know, like, I still wanted to instill that idea and thought in him that, like, I am here for you. I am your person. But you should also be able to function without me. <laughs> like, especially me with all my 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 health problems and everything. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you need to be able to live your life without me. Like, even experiencing, you know, my dad passing suddenly with my mom and just seeing how my mom is. And we're like, she was so dependent on him for a lot of things that, like, those things that she was dependent on him for, like, she doesn't know what to do with herself, yeah, you know? Yeah, I, 
So, yeah, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, we've had those conversations where, like, you know, yeah, don't make your me your whole life. I, I think when people say that to their significant others, like, I want you to put me first and me only and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, there's just so many things that in life in general that happens. Like, we have our own families, like our cousins, our aunts, our parents, you know, and... I don't know. I mean, that's cool for some people if it works for them, because I know people's family dynamics are different, too. But, like, I think it just depends. It depends if someone's, like, oh, they're always putting work 100% before their family and their significant other, then, yeah, obviously it's an issue. But, like, you just need to find that balance, just like with anything in life. And I just feel like he didn't explain it that way. Like, I feel like if people listen to that podcast or watch that, that podcast episode, they, like, it's very easy to take what he said the wrong way. Because he didn't explain it in that way. He kind of just made it sound like, oh, you just need to tell them that, like, you can leave them and you value yourself so much that, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it just made it seem like you're trying to tell them that, like, they're they're not important also, you know? Like, you tell them that they're important, but also you're important to yourself yeah. as well. It just didn't come across that well for me. But I get the intention of what he was trying to say. I was a little confused why they're talking about relationships when I thought this guy's specialty was, like, how to interact in social, like, scenarios and how to pick up girls. Like, they they stayed true to the whole, like, pickup artist part, which is really entertaining because Mm. you're not going into relationships. You're basically trying to understand social dynamics, how to make girls feel comfortable, how to make yourself feel comfortable. I feel like, why are you giving advice on relationships when your specialty is like how to pick up girls how to talk to girls maybe he like evolved from the show and now because he does say he's a dating coach yeah he says he's a dating coach but he didn't say he was a relationship there's a there's a huge difference between relationship coach and dating coach because dating is another story i guess because like i saw some comments on the video where a girl was like replying to someone who wasn't like in favor of cosmo like, she was, you know, saying her issues with what he's saying. And this girl replied, like, all mad and defensive, like, you didn't even watch the whole video. Cosmo helped me and my boyfriend stay together, and we've been together for, like, six years now. Hmm. And she's saying, like, Cosmo helped them in their relationship a lot. So that's why when I was listening, it just felt like he's trying to be, like, a relationship coach. Like, when I heard dating coach, it, to me, it just sounded like relationship coach. But... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Because he did touch up on that in the podcast where he talked about examples of, like, what to do when you're trying to, like, talk to a girl at a bar or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I don't know if you got to the part where David was talking about... He said something in the podcast about um, don't go into it feeling like you're going to get rejected. Or, like don't feel like you're rejected when a girl says no. Right, yeah. Or something like that, right? He, um, dang it. <laughs> so he said, yeah, don't feel like you're getting rejected if a girl says no. And then he gave an example of, like, oh, well, if this happens to you, like, do you feel like you're, oh, like, if you're trying to give money to a poor person and they don't want to accept it, do you feel like you're getting rejected by that person? No. So, like, don't feel like you're getting rejected by this girl if she's not if she's not interested, if she doesn't, you know, want to talk to you. It's not you. It's not necessarily you and your problem, you know. You don't know why she's not interested in you. So he's saying, like, that's one tip is, like, don't have that mindset so it doesn't, like, put you down so easily. 
so that like you can just go on to the next girl that you think you want to talk to yeah like instead of feeling like so down and rejected like that's fine but then there's an example where david said his friend used to do this all the time he would go to places and he would just like tell a girl like you have really pretty eyes and like like his example is like oh him and his friend went to subway and the girl making her sandwich his sandwich he just like randomly said like oh you have pretty eyes and then she's like okay cool thanks and then that was it like he went just paid for a sandwich he just said it randomly like a random compliment to a girl and david was like i just make fun of him so much because i think it's so funny and dumb like why do you have to say that why can't you just go and get your sandwich and leave like because it's not like he was trying to pick her up either he was just saying it and um and cosmo like disagreed with it like he didn't think that that was a a good thing to do because david was basically saying like i think what my friend does is he just like does that he just like compliments girls and says things to girls until a girl like replies back with an interest in him so like he has that mentality already of like you know he's not feeling like he's rejected if anyone doesn't like want to hold on a conversation right. with him when he compliments her but his his idea is he's just gonna you know keep trying until someone bites basically and that's his that's his strategy and Cosmo was like oh, okay like that's okay but I don't think um, that's like one of my number one like I think he said pet peeves or like his do not do list type of things is like don't compliment a girl on their looks yeah um, oh my gosh he said um, you should compliment them on something that they like work hard for so they know and feel like it makes them feel better and it that's like a better way of like leading a conversation if you're gonna t- use that tactic yeah. to like start talking to a girl which I think is fine like that's a good start but the other examples he gave like for someone who's like quiet and shy and an introvert and then he's telling you to like basically use a pickup line and then if the girl like doesn't like it you say oh sorry like I didn't mean it like that I just was too nervous and didn't know like I was too nervous and I wanted to talk to you or something like that as a, as a way to like open up the conversation and I mean I feel like that's just like a sneaky way I don't know I don't know I don't I just feel like he made it sound like he's trying to tell you to be someone you're not in a way if you're like you're really someone who cannot like just doesn't do that because you know the whole time David was like when they were joking like oh I'm gonna go bring David out to San Monica and we're gonna like do it and David's like always like saying like no like I can't like I don't think I could I don't think I could do like what you want me to do like David doesn't also doesn't feel like he's that type of person that can can use the like strategy and tactics that Cosmo suggests so I feel like you know I feel like that says something too I just think his his way of going about things is questionable but yeah okay well that's if I don't know I have mixed feelings on like picking up people because I kind of look at it the same way as like selling yourself in mm-hmm. like who's really like you're supposed but that's to why some people commented like oh it feels like you're being a fraud because you're telling them to act like someone that they're not instead of like them just being themselves but, like what if yourself is like that like I'm I just said something and like because I'm too nervous to talk to you like that is the truth though like 
what is the lie in that? Like, they said a line and then just said, like, I'm too nervous to talk to you. I just wanted to talk to you. So I feel like that's the truth. That's not them saying a lie. It's, well, yeah. like, them being able to communicate how they really feel. But I guess the difference... But I guess the difference is, what if it works? Because some guys won't understand that, like, okay, now you don't have to keep up that facade. You need to now learn how to transition into being yourself. Like, don't put up the fake mask of you're this guy that picks up girls with these lines when that's not really you. But that's how you got, that's how she was reeled in. Because what if a girl's attracted to a guy that's like that? And that's not who he is. You know? Like, what if a girl's attracted to a guy that's very, like, straightforward and like because some girls do like pickup lines and are attracted to guys that are like that i think they're and, attracted to the way you know, use a pickup line if they like a guy for his pickup line they like a guy for like his demeanor not because he's using a, using a pickup line it's like a tool it's how you use the tool and three different guys can use the same pickup line on me but i'm gonna go with the guy that like isn't taking it too seriously and is just like wants to get a laugh i don't know there are guys <laughs> There are guys like Tinder Swindler who are very good. I need to watch this because <laughs> you haven't seen it. Oh Am my I gosh! Out? Yeah, there, there. I think, I think that's why I'm so like, I'm so like against people <laughs> like being like not themselves because I'm just like there are people who literally can fool you for so long. He was dating a girl for like eighteen months. Before she found out about the whole Tinder swindler thing. I don't know. I, uh, it just varies, yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> This tactic just varies for different people. It de- varies for different guys and girls. Like, you don't know what kind of girl it's going to take, you know. Well, like I said, it's I don't a tool. think there's one cookie cutter way. <laughs> there are people going to use know. tools for evil and use it for good. And I definitely feel mm-hmm. like I'm one of those people that uses pickup strategies. And I act way more confident clearly look at me like I'm a freaking pussy like I (laughs) freeze up and like just want to please everyone but then when I'm dating I'm like cool I'm collected like I'm way better than I actually am so sorry if I'm a liar it's like how you are on text messages (laughs) yes oh my god versus in person lord on text messages is like so clever and quick witted I'm a tinder swindler and then then in person we're like lord you're such a weirdo (laughs) yes like we're like lauren how do you not understand these things but then in text message i'm like i feel like you understand more than i do (laughs) like i'm so confused who are you it's so funny because i help people text people like people come to me to flirt like how to flirt with people I get that. And I'm like damn this is so fun but then in person like I would never say any of these things <laughs> oh my gosh yeah there, there's a whole nother topic I want to talk to you about but it's not going to be in this podcast but it, about I texted you about it like the whole talking to someone like via text or on the phone versus like in person and like the difference between that but anyways the last thing I was going to say about the thing is because I know this was like major for you was the whole um yeah, like, you touched up on it, but, like, making your partner jealous or having that, playing the game that way was I also, like... I like to call like, it strategy rather than game, but, I mean, I two words <laughs> that mean the same thing, I guess. <laughs> I just feel like that's also another topic that I feel like I'd be interested to see what our listeners, how they feel about it, because I, I personally don't feel like I but like you said I feel like we all play games 
at some point, somehow, subconsciously, which I think when I was listening to the podcast, I was all like, no, this is dumb. And then I was like, wait, I think I do something similar to this sometimes. I, I don't feel know. like you don't play jealousy games, but I do feel like yeah. sometimes you be doing shit that I'm like, are you testing? Are you being testy? Are you, like, trying to see yeah, something? Yeah, like, okay, so that that's, <laughs> like, okay, he gave an example about, like, oh, it's like that whole thing where you're on the phone and you don't want to talk first. You want them to talk first, so, like, you're not going to talk first. And if whoever talks first loses. Like, he said something like that, and at first I didn't understand it, and then I had to replay it. And I was like, the, the way that I understood that was, like, whenever there's, like, an issue, for example, one of the many things with me and Justin, if there's, like, an issue and I know something's bothering him, like, he doesn't like to talk... Or, like, I feel like I usually will, like, bring it up to, like, clear the air and say sorry first. Or, like, just bring it up in general first because I know he won't and he'll just, like, sulk in it and then, like, we'll never address it unless I do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I – and I I used to hate, like, going to bed mad. Like, I – it was, like, my huge pet peeve. And I think it still is because I still get so mad when I do. Yeah. Because I go to bed mad because I'm testing him. I'm trying to see, like – are you going to freaking say something or not? And majority of the time he doesn't. So then I get so mad because I was like, no, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to give in. And some days I don't give in, but then I'm the one losing because I'm making myself mad by going to bed mad when I know I hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm still the one losing here. So like, that's just what I took from that. And I was like, I feel like I'm just playing a game with myself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes that happens. Like trying to make your partner jealous. Like, if they're not jealous, you're just playing a game with yourself. You're just putting effort for no reason. Mm-hmm. But if they are the type, I guess if you do it correctly, making your partner jealous can spark. It just depends on how. Yeah, it depends you do on it. how. And I think that's the issue. I think that's my whole issue with him and what he said in the podcast is because his examples were always ways that I was like, no, I don't agree with that. I think there's other ways you can make your partner jealous, like healthfully, if that's a word, in a healthy way. Yeah to make your partner jealous because you want to, you know, still keep that, like, whatever. Yeah. Not but, tension, but you want to keep, you know, your partner on your feet still. Right. You know? Like, I get when couples don't want to be, like, so complacent and so comfortable. Um, if they feel like, you know, they're getting to a point where it's, like, too comfortable where they're bored or something. And, like, I get where he comes from where he feels like if they're not jealous, then that's a problem because... I don't even know why he said that's a problem. But I get it in a sense where... Oh, because, like, if you're not trying enough... Like, I think he thinks that, oh, if your partner's not jealous, that means you're not trying. Like, for me, I stopped caring about how I looked when I go out. Because I got so comfortable with myself. Yeah. And with Justin and how Justin didn't care either, that I just didn't care. But... If I never, like, got ready, even when we go out, like, to concerts or whatever, I could probably see how Justin might lose attraction if I'm, I don't know, maybe. I'm assuming that's how it happens sometimes when people say they lose attraction. Um, Because, like, you know, you just stop trying for yourself, like, on yourself. Yeah. And um, even if it was, like, me gaining weight and, you know, all these things. And I guess I could see in that situation why he would be like you know if they're not jealous of you then that's a problem um but again it's just like the examples he had it just wasn't 
I, w- I want to, like, intervene and be like, no, this is a better example yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, why yeah. you should. I think he could have explained it better. Because he was like, oh, make her jealous. Go on a trip to Miami with a bunch of other girls. Make her jealous and make her really think. And it's like, no, that's not what you no, should do, I think, <laughs> in my opinion. If you're living a really well-rounded life, there are many opportunities for her to be jealous. But if you're because not... I felt, like, attacked because Justin always says he's not, like, he he doesn't, like, he, he doesn't say he's not jealous, but, like, he acts like he doesn't care. Like, because they talked about on the podcast, they talked about on the podcast, like, oh, if they don't care if you go out with a bunch of other guys or girls, and, and like, he said specifically, if you go out with girl, if you say, oh, hey, honey, I'm going to go out with um, these two girls tonight at the club, and she just goes, okay, cool, have fun, see you, then that's a red flag, or that's a problem. And I'm like, Justin does that all the time, and I do that all the time to Justin. Like, why is that a problem? No, that is not Like, a I problem. felt attacked, because I was like, what do you mean that's a problem? <laughs> that's why I was very, like, off-put by him, because, like, I felt like a lot of examples, I was like... Because me and Justin are very comfortable with each other, you know, and I don't feel like we're at a point where it's, like, an issue. Um, I think his example sucked because um, if Rob said he's going out to the bar with the guys, and I know a lot of those guys are single, I know they're going to be talking to girls. And I'm going to obviously say, like, oh, it's cool, and it is cool. But because, you know, know, I'm going to be jealous, like, naturally. But it doesn't mean it's not cool. Like, I'm just going to wonder, like, oh, my God, if some hits on him. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, that's as far. Like, basically, you're going to be cool with it if you're in a healthy relationship, but it's going to spark jealousy. I think that's what he means to say. Not, like, she, if she says it's cool, it's bad. Like, no. As long as it sparks or triggers her imagination, then you're in a probably healthy relationship. But she's still going to mm-hmm. say, like, oh, it's cool, go, obviously. But there's two mm-hmm. different kinds. Like, there's a girl that says it's cool and really doesn't give a fuck, and the girl that says it's cool and is like, hmm, what if something happens? Mm-hmm. But I feel like naturally for anyone, you're going to have that curiosity. It's curiosity. Whether you're... Do you think yeah, so? Yeah, it just depends. Like, for example, when Justin was in Vegas and I was here, I would push Justin to go out because he never wanted to go out. And I'd be like dude where's your co-worker and I know he's majority friends with only girls at work yeah and like I literally always pushed him like I was like what are your co-workers doing tonight he's like I don't know I think they're going to downtown and I was like you live in downtown why don't you just go out with them and I literally had to keep pushing him and pushing him to finally go out with his friends and I when he would go out with his friends like I don't think I ever once was curious like oh I wonder what he's doing but I didn't feel like that was a problem I just feel like I trusted Justin enough, and I, I don't know, I, is that a problem? (laughs) Like, but why do you want him to go out? Because he was alone in Vegas, and I already knew he was feeling depressed because he was by himself in Vegas, and I wasn't there. Yeah. So I wanted him to go have fun, and I wanted him to, like, have friends and, like, have a life in Vegas, because, again, I was like, you can't depend like your whole life on me yeah so isn't that go that goes hand in hand with the idea like everybody should be self-sufficient like and have like just because you have a partner doesn't mean oh i'm gonna stop having a social life Mm -hmm. 
which a lot of people do treat it like that. Like sometimes Rob treats it like that where he doesn't care to go out anymore or make friends or like talk mm-hmm. to girls and have to, has to mention he has a girlfriend all the time. I'm like, why? Like, does, does that mean you're giving yourself an out to like experience new connections and new people and be social and make new friends? Like, oh, I have a girlfriend and that means like end of story. Like you're yeah. like, what? I don't know. So yeah. Anyways. Anyways, listen to that podcast. If any of our friendos want to listen to the podcast and have a conversation with us and let us know your thoughts because it is pretty interesting. I want to see how other people interpret what he said because yeah. I, I literally went back and forth. Like when you first sent it to me and I first started listening to it and I felt like I related to some of the stuff in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm going to send this to Justin because I want to know his opinions on how he feels about it. And then I started listening more and I was like, no, I'm not gonna send it to Justin because this guy is like giving really bad advice. And then later on I was like, no, I wanna send it to Justin just to really see what he thinks. And I like all day throughout the whole podcast because their podcast is probably gonna be just as long as this podcast is gonna be. It was like two hours long, that podcast. And like the whole time I was listening to it, I was like going back and forth, like send it to Justin, don't send it to Justin, send it to Justin. But now I like, I really want to know how other people, like what other people think about it, especially because, you know, you and I, Lauren, had different ways of interpreting it. So I'm very curious. And I want to see like how people um, feel like they are in their relationships. I feel like we don't ask our friends enough, like how they are in their relationship. Yeah, like the dynamic know? and mm-hmm. yeah, we don't. Does anyone play games still in a healthy way? Or is everyone just comfortable? because yeah, we have a lot of friends that have been in long-term relationships at this point now. So it'd be interesting. I feel like I care more about people that are dating. And maybe <laughs> it's because, like... None well, of our friends are dating. They're all, all like, either is... engaged, married, or yeah, like, because in a relationship like, for years and years and years. It's boring, but maybe there's more to it. Maybe there's, like, so much we going on, and no one talks about, like, how exciting their long-term relationship is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, anyways. Not me and um, Justin. That's not exciting. <laughs> apparently it is, because <laughs> you go to bed mad, or... You, well, I guess it's just you That's and your exciting. You and That's yourself. Stressful. You and yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's just sleeping all happily on his own, right next to me, and I want to just punch him in the face. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not kidding. But okay, so yeah, let us know, guys, what what you think about jealousy in relationships. Um, we love to hear your thoughts. And yeah, so. join us on Discord. <laughs> I'm really trying to push this Discord. <laughs> There's only, like, four you. people in it, and it's, like, me, you, Justin, and <laughs> our number one friendo, Nick, so. <laughs> well, it's funny, because, like, all of our friends will text us on the side, like, after they listen to the episode, and I I'm, like, it it'd be fun if, like, we had a big group, because other people will have the same opinions, or, you know, I don't know. Just yeah. my thoughts. Okay, well, thanks for listening, Again, guys. rate us five, rate us five stars. stars. Yes. <laughs> Let us know what else you want to hear, because we're clearly just talking about our lives They probably here. just want episodes, you know? Just the norm. Yeah. That's a lot for us, as it is apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying. We're trying. trying. But yeah. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.